everybody. Thanks for watching. And uh, make sure that you subscribe to our channel and share the video so that people can be informed. You know, one of the things that we do is we, we talk about the facts and uh, give you information so you can make an intelligent decision and then you can get involved and make a difference. So I'm Jason Mangum, a pastor of the River Church, and I have my good friend and co-author um, who's also a commentator and journalist for over 34 years, Mark Anderson. Good to be back for another video, yet another video, as they say. It's going to be awesome. You know, Mark is a leading authority on the Bilderberg Group and the Trilateral Commission, a lot of the other secret societies, the World Bank, uh, what we call the banking cabal, and uh, as well as other things that happen within the media. And so uh, today's topic is going to be very interesting. It is on uh, the globalist agenda, but really about Bilderberg and high tech and how that plays a part together. We all see in the news and hear in the news, I mean, how many times now that we can see people getting banned or kicked off certain high-tech platforms because of the way that they think or the way that they speak or their belief systems. And high-tech is playing a part. We've never seen them really be involved in such a maybe censorship or uh, wanting to block free speech. We understand they're private companies and uh, But the problem is they are actually influenced by Bilderberg, by the Trilateral Commission, and Mark's going to lay that all out for you today, so it's going to be very informative, and you're going to learn a lot today. Let's call this, ladies and gentlemen, for your consideration. I'll put a lot of dots on the board, so to speak, and we can begin connecting them together. Uh, one of the things that is sort of a side issue, Jason, that... Right after Bilderberg 2019 in Montreux, Switzerland, May 30 through June 2nd, we'll call it coincidental for now, yeah. um, the Trump administration announced antitrust lawsuits that might go against the big high-tech social media companies. Interesting. An interesting timing, is all yeah. I'll say. Not drawing any conclusions. Interesting sure. timing that the Justice Department and the FCC are looking at whether... And you can look at this separate with, separate from, or with Bilderberg. It's your choice, ladies and gentlemen. They're looking at whether these big social media companies, these big high-tech companies, are engaging in antitrust, meaning that they're making it impossible for competitors to have any market share or any influence. Wow. Is it not just deplatforming and defunding and delegitimizing dissident voices online? Does it go beyond that? Are they actually acting in definable um, anti-competitive measures? Are they the standard oil of today? Yeah. So kind of keep that in the background, ladies and gentlemen, as I describe um, more about the Bilderberg Group in this and previous and future videos. This will be a frequent topic here at World Impact News in cooperation with Stop the Presses and my blog is thetruthhound.com. <clears throat> now, Starting under the rubric of Bilderberg and high tech, the connection with Microsoft at Bilderberg, Bilderberg being the annual meeting of tech captains of industry, finance ministers, central bankers, uh, current and former politicians, uh, European, largely Dutch royalty, reporters that attend and, and collude and commingle but don't report, and, and other herbs and spices in the Bilderberg mix, and they meet very secretly. And you need to know about that. Um, but one of the more recent elements within the Bilderberg Group, which, which has been meeting since 1954, is the relatively recent 
inclusion of high-tech companies. And it really got traction, Jason, when I covered Bilderberg in the UK in 2013. And right before Bilderberg, at the very same hotel that Bilderberg would meet at a week or two later, they had a bunch of high-tech people like Eric Schmidt, who was then the face of Google at that mm -hmm. time, meeting much the way Bilderberg meets in the same hotel Bilderberg would meet only a short time later, and they earned the name Googleberg. Googleberg. At that time. Interesting. And I, I land at Heathrow Airport, and I get out there, I see Alex Jones, he happens to be there, a bunch of other alternative reporters and, and mainstream reporters. I'm lacking sleep, I'm getting this, and I'm, I'm hearing this, I'm going, Googleberg? What? <laughs> you know? And, and so, um, at any rate, what's come to happen, what's, what's come to pass since then, in the, in the six years ensuing since right. then, is a steady um, uptake or increase in the, the involvement of high tech with both the highly secretive Bilderberg group and the semi-secretive sibling of Bilderberg formed in 1973, a younger group called the Trilateral Commission. A quick note that, that one of the main ties between Bilderberg and the Trilateral Commission is that the Trilateral Commission's co-founders, Zbigniew Brzezinski and David Rockefeller, of those two, David Rockefeller was involved in the early Bilderberg meetings going back to the 1950s. <clears throat> it just so happens that both of those globalist heavyweights happened to pass away in 2017, just a footnote. Mm. But what this has grown into is uh, when I started covering Bilderberg in 2010, on the ground that is, um, at the um, Sitje Spain Hotel Dulce, Bill Gates himself was there. In fact, uh, the press coverage we generated with mainstream collaborating with, with alternative press at the time, a funny little story, we, ge we generated so much awareness that Bilderberg is thought to have left early that year. And my wife and I went to the Hotel Dulce. Usually they, they keep the hotel closed for a full 24 hours after Bilderberg leaves. Not the case. We were able to go to Hotel Dulce that same evening where Bilderberg had left that morning. Wow. And we talked to the waitress. She goes, Bill Gates was sitting right there. Henry Kissinger was right there. Wow. And there was food there that was meant to be served to them for like a luncheon uh -huh. that they didn't even bother eating. Wow. And I'm not, I'm not making this up. We, we sat down and ate like kings. I had the best coffee that any coffee drinker has ever tasted. <laughs> and we like coffee around here. Yeah, and so this, this is one of the little silver linings of, among all this drudgery reporting, uh, chasing these brigands around the globe. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> anyway, Bill Gates had been there and high tech begins to you know, get this inroad into Bilderberg. Fast forwarding to this year, and we'll talk a little bit about last year when they met in Italy. This year we had Microsoft's current CEO, Satya Nadella, S-A-T-Y-A-N-A-D-E-L-L-A, Satya Nadella, and that's a, a gentleman, and he was an attendee at Bilderberg. Now the connection is, is that Microsoft, heavily represented at Bilderberg, um, and with Nadella attending Bilderberg this year in, in Montreal, Switzerland, the connection is two, not one, but two guards for us. And, and I, don't, I don't know why, Jason, I don't feel secure. Yeah. I feel a chill, <laughs> even on a McAllen hot afternoon in June, yeah. when it's over 100 <laughs> degrees, I still feel a chill. Why do I feel a chill, ladies and gentlemen? Because 
we're entrusting the uh, analysis and filtering of our news and the honesty and transparency of our elections to Microsoft. Again, I don't know why my collar feels tighter than it is. Uh, my, my ears are ringing when they shouldn't be. Can't see a lot of one eye blind and the other. This is not very comforting to me. Yeah. Others may disagree. But Election Guard, co-founded as a business by Stephen Brill, an activist, journalist, and lawyer, and former Wall, and, and former Wall Street publisher, Gordon Kravitz. Some of this I might have talked about in early Bilderberg earlier Bilderberg videos on this channel, to reiterate a little bit, Brill, the lawyer, activist, journalist, and Wall Street Journal publisher, a former one, Gordon Kravitz, they, they founded this, but they, um, they partnered NewsGuard with Microsoft. And NewsGuard, as I might have brought out a little bit in previous videos, but it's worth repeating, NewsGuard consists of assigning an actual living and breathing staff of real journalists, we're told, not relying on impersonal, arbitrary algorithms to say, oop, buzzword, can't report that, oop, red button word, you know, can't say that, oop, that's a phrase that's forbidden, can't say that. This is supposed to be, allegedly, a group of people that will use actual human intelligence to analyze and tell us what's trustworthy news sites and news sources and what's not. But the real problem is, and that's supposed to make us feel good, right, Mark? Right. So here comes Satya Nadella to Bilderberg 2019 that just happened in Switzerland. He's joined by other high techies, Eric Schmidt, now an Alphabet Incorporated Technical Advisor. Alphabet's sort of a holding company or framework into which Google is now located. Right. He was at Googleberg, of course, Eric Schmidt. Reed Hoffman of LinkedIn. Palantir Technologies, Alex Karp, involved in the Global Cities Movement. That's a topic in and of itself. And Microsoft's Bill Gates. Now, these are people that have attended Bilderberg or still do. It's different years they've attended. Most of these they're attending still to this day. Jared Cohen, Jigsaw and Alphabet. Craig J. Mundy, or Mundy, former senior advisor to, to the CEO at Microsoft, now with Mundy & Associates. Mustafa Suleiman, co-founder of DeepMind in London, which pushes the boundaries of artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. and Mitan Siti, M-E-T-I-N-S-I-T-T-I, -T -T of the Max Planck Institute for Intelligent Systems. And that does all sorts of AI, artificial intelligence, yeah. very in-depth stuff. Some of it a little spooky. Yeah. Some of it, I'm sure, it's legitimate. Um, but at any rate, this is the... Bilderberg yearbook, these are some of the names of the upperclassmen, you might say, ladies and gentlemen, of Bilderberg, those that are still attending or have attended in recent years, or they no longer attend individually, such as Bill Gates, he hasn't been there in a few years, but someone else will attend on Microsoft's behalf, right. such as Satya Nadella. Keeping the Nadella's mind uh, kind of in the back of our mind now, um, the just the board of advisors for NewsGuard, which is going to use real people to filter our news, mm -hmm. is former NATO chief Anders Fogh Rasmussen, who attended Bilderberg 2014. Okay, yeah. He's the former Danish prime minister who founded the Alliance of Democracies Foundation. He has a re residence in Illinois, by the way. A lot of people don't know that. Mm -hmm. Tom Ridge, the first Department of Homeland Security secretary, 
when the DHS was created right after 9-11. He's another Board of Advisors guy to NewsGuard. And get this one, retired General Michael Hayden, a Bush and Obama-era CIA chief who at one time was the deputy, the principal deputy director of all national intelligence under George W. Bush. And he became, since then, in 2017, he became a national security media analyst for ultra-liberal and largely discredited CNN. Wow. So somebody who's an analyst for CNN is now behind, as an advisor, is now behind NewsGuard to use real people to tell us what's a good news site and what isn't. But CNN is perhaps one of the most illegitimate, oh, ill-founded, um, unfactual, really kind of uh, malicious stations there is. Yeah. yeah, Communist News Network as we refer to it. Yes, and I could go into the other advisors for that. But then um, NewsGuard also has the Blue Haven Initiative established in 2012. Leslie Pritzker Simmons, heiress, heiress to the Hyatt Hotels, and her husband Ian Simmons, heir to the Erie Canal. So an old bloodline there, evidently. Yeah. And they co-founded the Blue Haven Initiative, and that's one of the principal financiers or investors in NewsGuard. The problem with that is they supported Hillary Clinton's candidacies in both 2008 and 2016. Do I see objectivity there? I don't think so. <laughs> so that's probably sufficient about NewsGuard. Another investor, the Publicus Group, is one of the world's largest advertising agencies. Uh, this is one of the, another, another of the investors for NewsGuard and strongly supports the radical LGBTQ movement in the workplace. And so the question becomes, how would traditionally minded, populist, conservative, Christian, constitutional news sites, how would they stand up under NewsGuard's watchful eye right. with advisors and investors like that? Yeah. You see the CNN bias, the Clinton bias, the, the Pritzker family that helped uh, put together the Blue Haven Initiative and is putting money behind NewsGuard, also just finished its Pritzker Global Cities Forum in Chicago, June 5 through 7, that just wound up. And a Bilderberg member, Fernando Medina, who's the Lisbon, Portugal mayor, was in Bilderberg in Switzerland this year, just a, uh, about a week ago, and showed up in Chicago just a few days later at the Global Cities Forum. Yeah. So we see the cross-pollinating going yeah. on. NewsGuard, the people backing it financially, the people advising it, with not just liberal credentials, but one world consolidationist, integrationist, world government credentials. Right. It's not just liberal bias. Oh, yeah. um, so anybody that has a nationalistic view, a populist view, a Christian constitutionalist view, a even a non-Christian constitutionalist view, whatever the view, if it's under that traditional mindset, I can't even imagine how the NewsGuard would look at this. But what really struck me, Jason, is that right after Bilderberg, well, actually, no, pardon me, going into Bilderberg, Satya Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft, who continued this high-tech tradition and attended Bilderberg this year, um, it was announced just as he was going into Bilderberg that now Microsoft doesn't just work with NewsGuard as a partner. Mm -hmm. Now, they have election guard. And so th this is a very interesting thing that has a lot of ties to Bilderberg. 
I'm not going to say right now that there are strong ties, but it infers a definite cross-pollinating and a definite sharing of ideas at the very least, at, at right. least at the discussion intellectual level, right. whether it's formal or maybe informal. Sure. But the, the, um, so the election guard thing, about one month before the 2019 Bilderberg, Bilderberg happened um, in Montreux, Switzerland, the Associated Press, without citing or mentioning the Microsoft Bilderberg uh, cross-pollinating, reported that Microsoft is entering the election security world with the introduction of new open source software called Election Guard. Breitbart Online, to its credit, picked up on the AP story, but again, didn't mention Bilderberg, about Election Guard and noted, quote, the name of the new software seems quite close to Microsoft's partner NewsGuard. <laughs> so Breitbart is citing a, at least a connection between NewsGuard and ElectionGuard. Right. They pointed out that they look similar. Yeah, two peas in a pod. But what they're not saying is the two peas are in the pod called Bilderberg. Right. Well, two peas in the pod called Microsoft, and that pod is connected to a plant yeah. called Bilderberg. Called Bilderberg, yeah. So the peas go in the pod, the pod is connected to the plant, and then the root goes down to the central banking system. Yeah as many competent historians, including Michael Hudson and a number of others, the late Stephen Zarlinga of the American Monetary Institute and, and others um, have cited. So, the, so you have this interaction with high tech and Bilderberg. Which, and is, you know, which is going for concrete things. They're not yeah. just talking about trends, they're creating programs that filter our news and want to run our elections. Yeah. This is not hands-off. This is hands-on. Hands-on, yeah. But, Mark, are they just out to protect us? Yes, of course. I mean, you know. Uh, video over. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you know but that's what it is, is. It all sounds good. It, it looks good. It, it's like they, they feed, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what it is. It's all, it's, but it's really, I mean, what, is, what wool's getting pulled over our eyes? Because you have organizations, remember, this is one of the foundation things. When you have major players, major, I'm talking billion dollar corporations, you have people from the government, high levels of government, high levels of high tech, all getting together, doing things, even people from the media that are getting together, but never report on it, they get together to formulate something in secret, whatever is forged in secret. There's a problem there. I mean, because really you don't know what's happening. I mean, and it's being kept secret for a reason. Right. Whatever that reason is. And we went over the deniability right. in the anonymous press department of Bilderberg. Suffice and, and important to just simply reiterate right. that the Bilderberg main founder, Joseph Redinger, an obscure integrationist uh, that was working with the European movement and then the CIA according to um, British professor Richard Aldrich of um, the United Kingdom, was funded the initial meeting in, in, the, in Holland at the Hotel de Bilderberg, hence right. the name of Bilderberg, Bilderberg, was funded by CIA seed money. Yeah. This Redinger said in one of his early essays in the 1950s that Bilderberg would reach conclusions which the Bilderberg right. Anonymous Press Office now denies. So conclusions, they'll say, well, they don't formulate policy, they don't vote on things, they don't draw up any formal resolutions, you know, no, no resolutions are issued, no votes are taken. Yeah, they're not issued, but they could right. be created. Votes might not be taken 
as in recorded, but they could, they could have a show of hands or some informal way of reaching a consensus. But at the very least, I trust the Bilderberg co-founder that went through all this work to create Bilderberg. I'm going to take him at his word yeah. that they do reach conclusions. Conclusion. The word, and, and a lot of things in their topics will use the word strategy. The, you know, they'll have these topics they release through the BilderbergMeetings.org and they'll use the word strategy. And that, and that word will pop up in the Bilderberg charities that help support Bilderberg financially. Right. The Bilderberg Association in the UK and the American Friends of Bilderberg, which is registered in the state of New York as a charity, which is kind of laughable. But the word strategy will pop up here and there. To, to strategize is to plan. Right. If you're and gonna, why would you plan without planning to execute it? Right. Right? Without actually executing and doing it. You're just making a plan? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to write a, a, a list of things to buy at the grocery store. I'm making a plan, but I'm not going to go to the grocery store, Jason. Right. I'm just going to sit around and make grocery lists. Yeah. We'll just talk about groceries. Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> groceries for the last, you know, almost 70 years or whatever. Right. They've just been talking about things that they might plan, ladies and gentlemen. Didn't you know that? But at any rate... And that's why we're trying to... That's why we're... Our, our hope is that you would take this information, do your research, and then get involved. Right, and give and, us and, know the truth. and give us feedback, uh, information we yeah. might not have, information we might have only mentioned Absolutely. that we need to look at more. Good point, Mark. Yeah. And, and and things that it's possible that we could be mistaken on. Naturally, that no no person doing this research is kind is is immune to error or oversight or, or misjudgment at some points in time. Right. But what we are telling you, ladies and gentlemen, is the stuff that the the mainstream media definitely won't tell you. And we touch on t uh, this this topic in ways that even a lot of alternative media either only mention briefly or they tend to shy away from because they come, they get too fixated on only the here and now of the Bilderberg meeting that just happened and they don't look at the trilateral connection. Now, to uh, summarize this, this video, the trilateral connection is very important and that sibling of Bilderberg that we've talked about in this and other videos, and this is very unusual, Jason, Usually, they have two or three, no more than four meetings over a year's time. And they, they regionalize them and then they have the main meeting. Mm -hmm. In 2018, the annual meeting, which is the big overall at-large meeting, was held in Singapore March 23rd through 25th, 2018. But the rest of the meetings last calendar year were all held in November. Usually, they're spread out over the years. Sometimes there's only three, not four So meetings. something happened on the month of November, or, or in that, what you're saying is, in a short period of time. Right. They do have, as a general rule, four meetings a year. Right. But, for them to, uh, to meet all at the same time in 2018, all in November, was unusual in and of itself. But here's what's really interesting, and this, as far as I can tell, is the first, ladies and gentlemen, the North American Regional Meeting of the Trilateral Commission this past November 16 and 17, was held, lo and behold, in Silicon Valley, the very nerve center of high tech that is becoming more and more representative of Bilderberg, especially since 2013 at Googleberg. Yeah. So this is a, a modest taste or, or just a decent sampling, ladies and gentlemen, of, of not only the Bilderberg group, but the high tech connection. And through the World Economic Forum, the annual Davos Switzerland meeting that's open, but has a lot of rather nebulous topics, and through other venues that are held by various globalist groups, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Chicago Council on Global Affairs, 
Chatham House in England, which is the Royal Institute of International Affairs that, that is assembling to the original CFR in New York, uh, the Atlantic Council, and others, the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace. Um, you'll, and the Brookings Institution is another big one that's often been represented at Bilderberg in recent years, as have most of the groups I just mentioned. They, they've all been singing out of the same hymn book of worrying about nationalism, nationalistic, constitutionally based reforms and revivals in countries. And another thing, very, very obvious by these groups, and this is something that's never talked about in alternative or, or mainstream media, and this will interest you as a pastor, Jason, is the absolute absence of any spiritual component whatsoever. Yeah. It's pure, raw materialism. Yeah. Pure, how do, how do we get the most control of the world's resources in the fewest number of hands? With, without any idea of human brotherhood or, or the, the, the idea that we're all brothers and sisters under God and that it's fruitless and pointless and dangerous to prey upon one another where the strong dominate the weak right. and the strong dominate the weak in such a way where um, most people are, are shoved into punery and poverty. Yeah. And with, with babies aborted by the truckload because they're excess resources or something. Whatever goes on in the minds of Planned yeah. Parenthood, I don't even want to go there yeah. at the, for this video. But that's another interesting aspect of this. There was a member of the Vatican at last year's meeting in Turin, Italy. Some people will say, well, that's just because they held it in Italy and the Vatican wanted to have a listening post in there. Others have made more of it. I've stayed neutral on it, but I don't... I don't believe, at least I'm not convinced, and I have no reason, or excuse me, I, I have no information with which to prove one way or the other, whether this member of the Vatican who was there, who's sort of the head of state for the Vatican principality, you might say, was there for any bona fide, genuine spiritual reason. I, the, the honest answer is I don't know. Yeah. But it's the only time that any member of any church hierarchy that I'm aware of has right. been to Goldenberg. And it's interesting that it's the Catholic Church. I won't make too much of it. The co-founder, Rediger, was thought to have some um, pips on his shoulder of a Jesuit nature that he had been involved in the Jesuit order. Okay. A kind of radical sect within Catholicism that has lurched toward globalism yeah. and undercut a lot of traditional Catholicism in the minds of a lot of Catholics. But um, this, is, this is the reality of Bilderberg, and this is the, the high-tech elements that have been involved, especially in recent years. So, yeah, all interesting. I mean, you know, as you know, Bill Gates, and I'll just say this, is uh, into depopulation. So you see a lot of the same yes. elements within Bilderberg Group, the Trilateral Commission, these different groups and organizations that they have these certain ideals or philosophies. And you see the cross-pollination, as Mark describes it, happening. And now it's beginning to reach out into different industries that like high tech and uh, so it's very very interesting to see high tech now you can't turn on probably the news without hearing something about how Russia got involved in the elections using on and on. high tech you know and so and now we have these saviors I mean that's I don't mean that by any you know that's just a joke but that's what it looks like. That's what they're presenting is they're going to be able to come in and help protect, help protect so to make sure that you're hearing the right stuff and that it's fact. 
that you're that you're protected on all the information that's out there, and then getting into you know I mean not just the the, the reporting of media, but in now the protection of the elections and whole committees put together to protect the common you know and the well good the well the wellness of everybody, which is the furthest from I mean. With the ideals that they talk about, seem to be opposite. They seem to be uh, the very, very opposite of what the the intent is. Yeah, and I, I'll be all ears if if Microsoft's election guard can show me, show me, don't tell me, yeah. that they can guarantee an accurate election count with a paper trail, so somebody like a candidate can go back and verify the right. election was honest. Yeah. I'm all ears. I'm not saying they're not capable of. Devising a system, technologically speaking, right. but what I'm questioning is the motives, right? And whether that's where they're going. Exactly. Now, the, you know, a quick mention too is this past Bilderberg meeting that just happened in Switzerland along Lake Geneva, and sure enough, this is no this is no accident. One of their topics, China, and that's a trade and technological cyberspace concern, cyber hacking, Russia, the stolen elections meme or narrative, right? Um, the ethics of artificial intelligence, the weaponization of social media, and cyber threats. So they had like five out of eleven topics that definitely are of the of high tech interest. Right. And so it seems that Bilderberg, which initially started out ostensibly to talk about problems between America and Europe in the post World War II years, right. and uh, involving transatlantic relations for the post World War II liberal rules-based order, some of that benign, some of it perhaps not. It's morphed into something of a larger network, Trilateral, Atlantic Council, Carnegie Endowment, CFR, Chicago Council of Global Affairs, Bilderberg being kind of the hub to all these spokes, right. taking on not just casual discussions and maybe general conclusions and observations about transatlanticism, but taking on a more hands-on approach with these high-tech people who are the new guard at Bilderberg, the new tier of Bilderberg, right. to be more directly involved in manipulating and controlling things as vital as news information and elections. Because once you control the money through the central banking system, and what's left? Basically, money, elections, and news or information. Right. Well, how are you, what are the things that are going to ensure you have control and power? Yeah, if you have those three things, yeah. you've pretty much got all the levers you need. There might be a couple of sub-levers, a couple right. of sub-units, but money, elections, and media, and you've pretty much got it. Yeah, and now obviously the high-tech comes in because we are a high-tech world. Yeah. There, there's generations now, they grew up in it. That's all they know is high-tech. They're yeah, they, on their phones constantly. Yeah, there's kids that cannot read a round analog clock right now. Right. They cannot do it. Yeah. I've, I've quizzed a kid very close to me. I won't say who he is or how he's related. He was completely baffled by a round analog clock. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and, there's, a, there's that generation that's coming up within the high tech, and they have to get involved to influence that and to control that. Because Absolutely. We, we realize, we realize, you know, a lot of what's birthed by Bilderberg, Trilateral Commission, a lot of these different secret societies and organizations, that it's not birthed necessarily overnight. It's well thought out. It's well planned out. Very much They look ahead. And so that's what they're planning for. So that's what we can see a real big involvement because they're, they've been, 
and they've been involved in planning this. And so these are things that we're going to start seeing more control and dominance in, in a global nature from uh, the, the influence of these organizations. Absolutely. And I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. And um, it's not that all the individuals, and this is, you almost can't stress it too much. It doesn't mean right. that everybody that goes to a trilateral Bilderberg meeting is an evil, conniving collaborator or overlord. Right. Um, a lot of the, the individuals that go to the World Economic Forum and these other groupings are very, are some of the sharpest people in their field. And, and yeah. they're very intelligent. I'm sure some of them are very decent people. Right. But when you put them together in this milieu, and when you exercise this kind of networking system, the the worst tend to rise to the top, and the best t- tend to get shoved to the sidelines. Yeah. That's just human nature. Yeah. He, you know, he who has the biggest stick wins. And some people have estimated that a typical Bilderberg meeting represents <clears throat> well over a trillion dollars of wealth just sitting in one room, one room at yeah. one time, at yeah. one time. And no, I would believe that to be. Completely accurate. Yeah, and I'm being as conservative as I yeah. can be. Yeah. I think the number's much higher. But yeah. um, there we go. Bilderberg and High Tech. Bilderberg and High Tech. So uh, subscribe to our, our channel, share the videos, stay informed, but get involved. So we'll see you next time. Here at World Impact News in cooperation with Stop the Press. See you later. See you later.